Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Chassidus in the Morning. 15 minutes to change our lives. Morning, of Pasha Yeshiv. Yeah, let's get straight into it. Okay. So, the catch of the pastor in connection with the pastor, the pastor, the first pastor, Yeshiv Yaakov, Berkham, Yaviv, Etkanan, and Yaakov dwelled that in the land of his uh, forefathers in the land of Canaan. A father to the Rav Magid, he explains. Yeshiv Yaakov means that what literally means Yaakov dwelled. That's Yaakov Kava Moshev. He he set himself a, a dwelling place for Aretz in the land, Aretz, like in the in the land, like like, in the, like uh, the dirt, so to speak. And he's going to explain. My daughter says, "So why did Yaakov do this?" He did it like it's called, like from the Passover he lays in stars, meaning meaning he's sort of storing things up. The, the holy sparks and it's found in the physical things. It's found in heaven. I mean, just like a person, the pastor is talking about, you know, like, like in the summertime, they store up all the good stuff for the winter. And so too, what we're seeing is that he was working in that 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 Yaakov is in the land. He was here with with the Vart, with the idea of making of of refining the sparks and bringing them up to God. It's like you know you're saving up your star, you're, you're working in the summer to save up to to harvest all the good produce. Av sheha yeshiva veis akvus ba'eret mahaviyirida. Even though the problem is that this means that he has he has a descent. He's hanging out in, uh, in, 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 you know, in, in the arches, in the physical things. To, even though that's what he's doing, so he's going down a level. But ain't It's just this is only for a little bit of time. Why? Like, uh, like the surface alien, because only through this he can get to a high level. Meaning, yeah, it's true. He's going down to this land. He's going to he's to deal with the land. But what is he doing for? Is to this to to refine all the sparks. This is the intent and the condition of the Canaan. What does Canaan mean? It literally means the land, but there's the land called Canaan. But in a deeper sense, it means Canaan, like um, like a businessman. Like it says, the Canaan won't be anymore in the house of Hashem. The, the mischar, who and someone who works in business, what does he do? Like selling stuff. stuff. First, you have to put out money to buy all the produce, buy all uh, the clothing. To, to gain after this. Like someone gives generously, and in the end, he gets more. It's the way the business works. In general, you have to invest, and then Hopefully your investment pays off when you make more money. Versus not investing and not making any money. 
Yeah, so it's simple, it's a simple part. Rav Magid says, what, what's this part? The Yaakov goes back to the land of Penan, to the forefathers. They're saying the Yaakov going down into the Ntutus, down into the world, which is, which is, means that he has to go and he has to be in this physical world, but and which is a descent in a certain sense for the Neshama, in, in, in the spiritual terms, but it's in order that he can revise the Ntutus. So there's something that can be done, just like in going to business, you have to put out money in order to get money, you have to go down to this world in the Shama in order to, to gain. And that's what we're saying. And the Rebbe goes straight to the Hira. Base. Ha-Hira Mizas. What's the lesson from the book? We're not from this. Ain't Yehudi l'asur l'achid v'ram n'aylim d'aftam. Not necessarily does it yid have to go after holy, very high, lofty levels. He's job, a Jew's job has to only be to refine a lot of and to and to raise up as in the holy spot that I found in the Gashmas. Meaning, meaning it doesn't, we don't have to necessarily say to ourselves, what he's saying, I have to say to myself, ah, I gotta be governing now and I gotta be learning now. We have to recognize that we can refine the world and make it dearly. Can you do it really well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, In the Gashmas, we can do it. Meaning it doesn't have to be just in the spirituality, it has to be in the physicality. It doesn't have to be just in the, in, in the base medrash and in the Shabbos mill, like we talked about last week, about buying nice clothes for Shabbos. That's not what we're saying here. Buy nice clothes, you look like a man also during the week. We should look Amazing. Not to show off, of course, but as representatives of the Abishta of God, we have to, we should look presentable. The So why do we go into the physicality? Aviv. Aviv, Aviv, Like we said in the past of Yeshiv, Yaakov, Aviv, the land of his father, meaning we're doing everything for the father. For Hashem. Nimshalu. We're like a bird. Whatever she does, she does it for, for the house. also to the yid. What we do is for Hashem. Not in order to get a reward. The gash of the is whether physical or spiritual. That's not why we're doing it. We do it for our Father in heaven. That's like in the Pasuk that the Yaakov is back in the Father's house, meaning all this work that we do, it doesn't have to be a high spiritual thing, but a simple, artist, gash things. And while we're doing it, to raise it up to have a new When we eat, that can be a holy experience. It doesn't have to be when just when we're davening and learning or lighting Shabbos candles or having a Shabbos meal, but when we're in the physicality, when we eat, when we hang out with our kids, when we play, we do the homework, all the, you know, we're cooking, we're cleaning, all this can be a holy experience. That's what we're saying. We can, we can elevate it to our Father in Heaven. Not doing it just because we're going to get a reward, but doing it because we want to give it to our Father. That's what He needs. That's what He, that's what he wants. But like yearly, they can to get to this level. But not to get this level that you're doing these mitzvahs, not for any side ulterior motive. That's really the simple things. Why? Because we're talking about high levels. 
deep deep ideas essential um ulterior motives in order that our our work should be so to speak clean the lepnius without any ulterior motives Meaning, meaning, there's something very interesting. Saying when we come, we do something, and we're trying to do something altruistically. I mean, not for ulterior motives. It's much easier to get caught up with ulterior motives when it's something on a higher level. Why? Because it might feel good. It's like it's a schmack, uh, you know. Whereas when it's kind of something simple, like a simple thing, it's like in the home. What do you want to do? You know, it's like uh, when you have to do something. I want to clean the wash the floor, or do I want to uh, make the make the cake? Yeah, everyone wants to make the cake. It's much more exciting, enjoyable. Washing the floor is not so geschmack. but that's sort of the Milo washing the floor. When you're washing the floor, you're not washing the floor for any Milo. You wash it because this is what I'm meant to be doing, and so to what we're saying here. The the when it comes to doing things specifically, when it comes to doing this, the 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 non-spiritually exciting, the simplistic mitzvah, simplistic ideas of connecting to Hashem, that's when we can do it. That's when we have a lot more certainty that it's not the ulterior motive. When it comes to uh, daven learning, yeah, everyone wants to daven, you know. So it's like it's like uh, you go to shul, or whoever goes to shul and have like a fabringen after. So everyone wants to be davening and learning by when it comes to the Kiddush. But the real connection is when you make the kiddush. When you come, you sit there and you stop your davening, stop your learning, you know. And everyone wants to do their own thing. But once, but that is with our two motives. When it comes to the just the simple, doing the simplest things, it's not our two motives. And this is sort of a challenge. But you know, especially like let's say uh, a lady gets married and she has kids, Baruch Hashem. But then suddenly she can't go to shul anymore. And if say herb, and it's like a, it's a whole weird dynamic. What's interesting about it? What we're saying is. That's exactly the point. And when 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 the mother stays home to take care of her kids, there's no ulterior motives because because she wants to go to shul. But when you're going to shul, that could be with ulterior motives. I want to go to shul. I want to have this experience. Whereas when you're at home taking care of the kids, show up for Hashem. And and this is the mila that we have. And this is where you can really the yeshu um, like the pasuk yeshu yaki be'ez be'ez avi be'ez kanan the yaki goes be'ez kanan. That, that, that down Davkin the Gashness, and specifically over there, staying at home on Shabbos and hanging out with the kids and not having the inspirational, enjoyable davening that you have in Shul. Being with the kids and having a five minute davening between uh, kids' naps, and you try to take a nap, try to sit at the Shabbos table, and things like this. That's that, that's where you that's where you have it. And, and what are you doing for for the Intsutsis to Kedusha, the holy sparks that can be brought through this and through having that Shabbos? Meaning, who says? And then if anything, we're seeing the opposite. What's higher? You can ask this thing. What's what's greater? A husband going to shul and davening, my brother, or a mother staying at home, taking care of the kids, instead of the Shabbos table with the guests, and having a five-minute davening and all that experience together with that. Which one is higher? So clearly what we're saying is, for sure, now for sure, I'm not saying the husband shouldn't go and daven. His job is to daven and to daven and influence and have a good davening so you can come home and, and shed inspiration and transform the house in that way. But what we're saying is in, in the sikha we're showing is that when, when she's at home doing her thing, she's it's for sure without paneers, it's for sure there's no ulterior motives, she's doing it altruistically. 
and that is more precious in a certain sense, and it's much greater, and it brings out the sparks of Kedusha in a much greater way, in a certain sense, what we're saying, than, than his davening. For the simple reason, like we're saying, because, because there's no pneus, there's no two motives, because essentially she much rather be in Shul having a good time, easy, you know, let's own ourselves at the table, take care of the kids, and I'll go daven. It's much easier. So, so it's, hers is much more altruistic. I don't know, like the the simplicity of the simple people connects with the simplicity of atmos, simplicity of Hashem's essence. The with us. The simplicity of the simple, simple of very simple things connects with the simple. The, the essential simplicity, meaning, meaning it's a beautiful part, meaning like this. Sorry, one second. Yeah, that that Alter that the Fidika was saying that the simple people, because of the simplicity, connects to the to the essence of of Asmus, Hashem's essence. Now, seemingly, you'd say one second. Who's going to connect more to Hashem's Asmus? Someone that's a Madriga, he knows a lot, he thinks a lot, you know, they're more connected. Or someone that, that, that's so simple, doesn't know anything, Belarus had to daven, had to learn. Or in the case of a, a woman doesn't have time to daven or learn, be taking care of the kids. Who connects more to Hashem? The, 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 the husband in shul and the davening and learning and goes to shul, he goes to chassidus, and then he daven and he comes home all inspired and it comes with inspiration. Or the mother taking care of the kids. Seemingly, you'd say it's the husband. But what, what the Fidika is saying, it's the simplicity of the mother staying home that reaches the simplicity of Hashem himself. And, and of course, it doesn't mean that the husband shouldn't be in shul. And if he wants to be really connected, he has to come and stay home. He has his job to do. What we're saying is, what we're showing is, we're showing, you know, there's two sides of the coin. What we're showing is that, that, that a mother should never think to herself because she's staying at home, taking care of her kids, she's like a second-class citizen. Because what we're saying is, in a certain sense, she reaches a deeper level, a much greater level. The 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 atmos is is the simplicity of Hashem's essence, which is a huge huge level, and that happens to the simplest people because of that simplicity, because she does it without ulterior motives. So we should we should uh, we should learn to see everything in its true light, and things that we might seem as negative could actually be very positive, and what we think is on a lower level is actually on a higher level. And we should, uh, yeah, connect and tap into this. Thank you very much and have a great day.